happy Sunday. Jake Johnson here with an excellent guest today. Super excited about this. Uh, her name is Sierra Capra. She is the owner of Sierra Summit, which we will talk a lot about today. But overall, this season, I just want to have a lot of people in my life that inspire me um, that are in their 20s because a lot of you guys are in your 20s still trying to figure stuff out um just like we're trying to figure stuff out and who better to learn from than someone that you can actually relate with so i think sierra will be a great guest today she is someone that inspires me both with her the content that she posts but also just in her faith her her fitness and just overall drive so sierra thank you for uh, being on today. Yes, thank you. And hello, everyone. As Jake mentioned, my name is Sierra Capra. I have quite a few different roles in my life, one being the founder and creator of Sierra Summit, which we'll get into a little bit further. Uh, but full time, I am a business woman. I am a marketing manager at 3M. I as well am a fitness coach at Lifetime Fitness and ultimately a child of God. I think there's a lot of content we'll get into today, but but I'm really excited to be here and to meet all of you. Definitely. Well, uh, yeah, we should give everyone a little heads up how we know each other. Um, so going off the child of God, um, we're, we're both big in our faith. And that's how we met was actually through Eagle Brook. Shout out to Eagle Brook. Uh, we were both at the 20-somethings Bible study. And just after talking, uh, come to find out, you know, she's... She's like, oh, you have a podcast? That's super cool. Like, I've seen her summit. So, obviously, you had to follow each other and um, has just, ever since then, just kind of been staying in touch. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I met through Bible study, but stay in touch through that just because it's, we do do similar stuff um, and have a similar mindset. But, right. Um, did I miss anything about? No, I don't think so. I think you covered it all. Yes, we did meet through Bible study, Ego Brook, definitely being a huge advocate there. And I think it is just really ultimately surrounding yourself with people who you do have similar interests with, who you're doing similar things with, and that helps you grow as a person. So it's been fun getting to know you. And I think obviously we'll get into more details on what the things we're doing in our lives today are. But um, yeah, excited about it. Amen. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Exactly. So yes. do you just want to share with everyone on the topic of Sierra Summit? How did you start? Like, what was the inspiration for that? And what 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 is it? Like, I've talked about it. It's an inspirational page, but what actually is it? And what does it mean to you? Yeah, no, it, it definitely has a lot of meanings to me. And I'll get into kind of the story here right off the bat of how Sierra Summit did start and where it is today. And we'll even probably get into where I want to take it. But ultimately, Sierra Summit is a motivational faith-based page that I created back in March. Well, yeah, March of 2021, a year after a very dramatic health complication that I had endured uh, back in March of 2020, right at the beginning of COVID-19. I had an exploratory surgery that had led to some severe emergency health complications. And those health complications ultimately led to me going septic and having to endure a second emergency surgery to save my life. Um, you know, those health complications were very unexpected. We didn't even know that there was something wrong going on at the time. Um, but once I went in to the doctor to say, you know, something is wrong. I don't know what, but something's wrong. They realized they needed to do emergency surgery as I was septic at that point. Um, when I went in for that emergency second surgery, 
At the time, the doctors didn't know if I was going to make it through the night as I was so incredibly infected. For those who don't know, septic is a very severe infection in which your whole body is pretty much shutting down. All of your organs are shutting down. And it's a very, very, you know, usually anyone who goes septic doesn't survive. So it's a huge miracle that I did survive. Uh, I did make it through the night despite the doctors not thinking that I was going to However, even though I did make it through the night, the doctors didn't expect that I would ever be able to eat again without a feeding tube. And so I went through two and a half weeks in the hospital after not knowing if I was going to make it out of the hospital ultimately alive. And within those two and a half weeks, I truly did experience God's healing hands on me. I left the hospital first off alive. Uh, I left the, yeah, amen to that. I left the hospital with no feeding tubes, the ability to eat, and honestly, some pretty gnarly scars as well. Uh, But I think just, I share that story because in going through that and finding out I was septic, I knew right away that that was a death sentence. And I didn't know if I was going to be alive. And when you know you're that close to death, it's a very traumatic thing that you really have to process and say, God, what is going on? How is this happening? You know, why is this happening to me? And after being able to survive something like that and giving all praise to God for that, it really had me starting to wonder in the weeks and months after getting discharged out of the hospital alive uh, and healthy, it made me wonder, you know, why God, why did you give me this second chance at life? What is the reason? And also, obviously, questions come about of why did this happen to me? I mean, Mm -hmm. not even from just uh, how can this motivate me, but also just why did this happen to me? Um, And I really, truly started praying and trying to understand, God, why did you let this happen? And what are you trying to teach me? Because I couldn't find any other reasoning other than that there was a reason behind the pain that I went through. And Mm -hmm. so that's when I started praying to God and just trying to understand what he wanted me to do with this second chance at life. And that is when he spoke to me and shared that he wanted me to start something that was going to share out motivation and strength and positivity during a time that our whole world was pretty much shut down. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was during the very beginning of the pandemic that this all happened. And I was trying to figure out a way that I could just help others. And so that's when I felt him speak to me that he wanted me to start something to share out positivity and show that he is a very powerful God, despite what's going on in our humanly world. Um, And so that is when, you know, Sierra Summit came to be, I knew I wanted to start an Instagram page. And then I started just trying to figure out, okay, what is this Instagram page going to be called? And I remember actually having a conversation with my dad, we were chatting on what I was going to name it, what it was going to be about, what was I going to post? And my dad being someone I very much so look up to, I had went to him with just thoughts and said, I want to get your ideas. I want to hear mm-hmm. what your thoughts are. And that is where that night we came up with the name Sierra Summit. Sierra Summit having ultimately two meanings, one being, you know, summits are something that we all face in life. We're always all going to face some type of summit, whether it be really high or really low, we're all going to face challenges in life. And Sierra Summit really is a place that people can come to find that motivation during their hard times, find that inspiration when they need it and hear God's words when they feel at their lowest. But then also Summit having another meeting of bringing like-minded individuals together. You know, you hear about there's an expo summit or whatever Mm -hmm. the summit name is. And ultimately a summit is always when they're bringing a lot of people together for one specific reasoning. Right. And so 
the name Sierra Summit came to be. Um, Sierra Summit today is now over it has over a thousand followers which was a goal of mine actually for this year i'm so excited to have hit that because to me it means that i'm reaching so many of god's children and speaking his word daily and letting him speak through me which has been so exciting i am almost on two years here since creating the page back in march of uh, 2021 so that that's an exciting milestone as well but It really just truly has been my pride and joy. I also love writing. That's something that I'm really passionate Mm -hmm. about. And so I've gotten to do, gotten to, yeah. And so I've gotten to do that Uh, since having the page, being able to write a lot has been something that I feel God's gifted me with. And so I'm getting to speak his words through whether it's videos or posts or stories. Um, And then I as well, honestly, started to even do a little bit more on the wellness side since starting it. But it's been a really good time and something I'm really passionate and happy to be inspiring others daily on. No, that's awesome. And uh, I love how that whole journey started with something that caused some pain. And instead of being you know, mad about it, mm-hmm. why did this happen? You search for answers and you took a tough time and turned it into a pot something very positive not just for yourself but for a lot of other people and in doing so you get to do a lot of things you enjoy doing too right Uh, like writing inspiring others you know just using that creative entrepreneurial side that you have as well Mm -hmm. Um, so I just think that's super awesome that you just took the situation instead of going you know god you you put me in this tough situation why did you do this um like from a better standpoint you did it from like from an open mind standpoint, why did you do this? And what are you trying to show me so I can help inspire others? And I think that's what's really inspiring for me too. Yeah, rather than it being, you know, let this make me be better, how can it make you be better? Because ultimately behind every challenge that you do face, there is a purpose for your pain. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what it is, there's always a purpose. And I think that's where it really ties in for me, just to my faith journey of trusting and understanding that, Despite what we go through in life, there's always going to be the highs and there's always going to be the lows, but God is with you throughout all of it. And that that's where too, I think God even uses those hard times to bring you closer to him because mm-hmm. before that surgery, you know, I had a faith, I went to private Catholic school growing up, but my faith was not at all as strong as it is today after going through that, because there really wasn't any other words to describe my survival other than God healing me. Mm-hmm. The, the doctors literally couldn't even believe that I made it through the night alive. And to make it out of the hospital without a feeding tube and the, the ability to eat, it's like there's no other way to explain it other than an amazing, powerful God. And you go through hard times. You see other people go through times and you're like, why do bad things why do bad things happen to good people, right? Mm -hmm. That's always a question that is so hard to answer, but I truly believe God has reasonings behind everything we go through. And it's just a matter of realizing that and trying to speak to him during those difficult seasons to see what the purpose really is. Definitely. And going off that point, um, you know, if everything was going perfect, you know, God wants a a relationship with you, with me, with everyone. I mean, he's uh, you know, he's he's the father, we're his children. And like any good father, he wants that relationship. So it's not like he it's not like he puts these things in our lives. So. Uh, so like, oh, we have to go to him, but right. because we want to go to him because right. we, there's no other answer out there. Exactly. And I think that's um, 
when I've faced those tough situations, I, I had a similar situation. I mean, I was in the hospital for a week. Um, you know, I, I grew up with a faith background, but in college I got involved with certain things that kind of took me away from that relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, just going through the, being in a hospital for the week, it kind of shows you who you can really rely on. Yes. And there's no one you can rely on like like God. Right. Um, and just coming through that, it helped me get back to that because um, you realize, hey, I can't do this on my own. And why, why would he even want to try to do it on my own? Right. You know, he, he wants to help us out and be there for us in those situations. And if everything in life is perfect, then there'd be no reason to necessarily to to rely on mm-hmm. you know god so right. i think he he has those situations so he can show just how powerful he is kind of like what you were saying because that's a really really cool story um and any good story out there there's going to be some challenges yo yo jake johnson here just want to give you a quick break in the action to ask you three questions one do you follow act to the future on instagram If not, check us out for more content. Be sure to follow, like, and share at Act to the Future. Two, if you you do like this podcast, are you subscribed to Act to the Future podcast? This will ensure that you won't miss out on future episodes. And three, do you love this podcast? If you do love Act to the Future, have you considered leaving a five-star review and or sharing it with others. I would love it if you did both, but if you could do one of those, it would be greatly appreciated. All right, let's get back into the action. Exactly. Yeah, no, when you look at anyone very successful in life, either if they're young in life or they've had many years of life, almost every single one of them has a story behind them that put them through some very hard times to get them to where they are. Nothing ever comes easy in life. And I think that's where your true character comes to shine is when you do go through those hard times. So I I try to look at hard times as a blessing, even when it's so hard to, Mm -hmm. uh, because the more you can see difficult times as a blessing, the more you're going to kind of grow in a way and gain out of those hard times. Otherwise you're just going to get defeated. And that's really where the devil tries to shine is, Mm -hmm attacking you during those hard times and that's when you have to stay strong and say no my god is so powerful i'm not going to let you get to me here because he is so strong and i know he's here to protect me so Mm -hmm. and if if he's for us he can be against exactly yes yes that's awesome so um you mentioned sierra summit you're at a thousand followers today you've really grown a lot over the past couple of years Uh, you've been really consistent i think that's really helped you grow and that's what's inspiring for me with the act of the future page just seeing how consistent you are yeah um with it where would you like to take it in the future yeah i think you know for me there's a lot of different avenues that i see sierra summit going for one like i said i i love writing but i've also done some speaking things on sierra summit so i would love to turn it into, you know, maybe a hosting speaker events, both virtual and in person, having other motivational figures out there come to speak and bring more like-minded people together in a community. I also would love to launch out some merch at some point, as well as a a journal. So uh, stay tuned for that. You might be uh, 
having some new merch in your collection soon. Uh, And as well, who knows, maybe a podcast someday. I think there's a lot of avenues you can take it. And that's where God comes in. And at the right time, he'll guide us as to where to go next with both of our awesome things we're doing. Definitely. Yeah. The toughest thing is just getting started. But once you get started, it's just like, no, there's no like you have to go the certain path because it's it's kind of it's your thing. Yeah. Um, and whatever it grows into, like you just kind of have to go with the flow. It's yeah. like that perfect balance of planning stuff out. Yeah. But also just kind of going with the flow with. All right. I, what what is the next logical step for Sierra Summit? Right. Yeah. I, and I think going into that, you definitely have to just stay consistent. And as you keep going, you'll see what that next step is. Uh, because the more you grow in whatever you're doing, the more you're going to see where there is a gap that you can improve upon, right? Definitely. And so for me, I think definitely just more, whether it's virtual or in person, I see that definitely being something in the near future here. I I was doing some speaker virtual series for a while there, and I really would like to get back into that and as well have on some other awesome guests because there are so many other people out there who have such incredibly amount of knowledge, and I want to be able to share that out with others as well. Definitely. Well, thank you for sharing that with us, and thank you for sharing your your whole story um, on you know what it inspired you to start Sierra Summit and where you're going on in the future. It sounds like you got some really exciting things with that planned. Yeah, and another thing I just want to add, since we are on the topic of whether it's the podcast or Sierra Summit, you know, an Instagram page, whatever it is, I think something that in our society we do a lot of times get fearful of what other people are going to think. And Mm -hmm. what is it going to look like if I launch XYZ or if I go for that dream and it doesn't succeed? Ultimately, we're put on this earth with a purpose. And you have to remember that God is the only one that we are ultimately trying to please. If, Mm -hmm. If there are people out there who are saying bad things about what you are doing, one, that's not your business to care what they think because that's their own thing that they're doing, but also just remembering that you are glorifying your God in everything that you do and you have to do it for that alone. You can't worry about what the outside world is going to think because it's your life. So I would just say that as for all the listeners to take that into account, whatever you might be thinking, oh, I really want to start mm-hmm. this, but I don't know if I should. I don't think it's going to get that many followers. I mean, for me, it was like, I didn't even care how many followers I got. I just wanted to reach someone. If I'm impacting at least one person daily, just like you are, you're at least impacting you know a group of people. That's all that matters. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be thousands or millions because in order to start, you have to start somewhere. And you're not going to start with a million followers or a yeah, million exactly. listeners. You have to start small and you just need to remind yourself that what with, with whatever it is that you're starting, that it's okay to start small and to not really worry what the rest of the world thinks because whatever mm-hmm. makes you happy is what you need to do. Life is short. Definitely. And I'm going to make two points off that. One is just like when I started Act to the Future, there were certain some certainly times I am a people pleaser at heart or I didn't want to post certain something because I thought how someone might think about me. But it's like mm-hmm. p- other people have so many other things going on. Like even if they did think negatively about it for five seconds, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, the, right. the, the ROI of that positivity far outweighs any negative backlash that you'll get. Exactly. Yeah. The, the very small percentage of those who are going to even think about it, like you said, for more than five seconds, you're going to have so much more ROI on the good side of it, on the positivity that you're sharing out. So 
definitely. And then going back to like, you just got to get started. And yeah, uh, I mean, someone that I think we both like is Gary Vee. He always yes. talks about it all the time. Like, look, I mean, he, he has millions of followers now, but he was mm-hmm. posting stuff seven, eight, nine years ago. Right. I'm sure no one knew who Gary Vee was now. No. He was then, literally selling wine through YouTube videos yeah. that no one was doing. And now look where he is today. It all started with a bottle of wine. You never know. Yeah. Exactly. And so, I mean, just that's someone that kind of inspires me because it's like you just got to keep staying consistent with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing that I think you do a really great job of is just staying consistent with it. So thank you. When it comes to starting something, you know, that's, that's always the toughest part, starting something, getting out of your comfort zone, being bold and taking that first step. But what advice do you have for people that do take that first step? Cause I'm sure there's going to be someone today that's going to go, you know what? Jake can do this. Sierra can do this. Why not me? Right. Um, what advice do you have for someone beyond just starting um, what, what advice do you have for the consistency aspect? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think first just starting a plan for me, when I started Sierra Summit, I honestly sat down and created a playbook of exactly what I wanted. Everything from theme to how often was I going to post? What type of content was I going to post? What was going to be my value that I was providing? And just start with a plan, get it on your calendar. For me, I'm very much a planner. I love to have my plans. My calendar is my everything. I I go off of it very dearly. So for me, it was just getting things on my calendar and saying, okay, this day for this month, I'm going to create all my content for the month. And then I am going to post it. And that's how it's going to be. And I knew what I was going to post. I had the certain things I wanted to post, um, you know, and I'll, I'll even put on there that I take quote sometimes I'll put it in parentheses that I got a quote from XYZ because mm-hmm. a lot of people have awesome ideas out there whether it be another motivational page or whatever it might be just spreading that positivity um, and so I started finding things okay what quotes do I personally want to share and then what other ones do I want to offer that other people have shared that I can give credit to uh, and just sticking with a plan is really what I say I would say is the number one thing you need to do is plan out what it is that you want to do, but then follow that plan and don't fall through on that. Stick to it. Uh, you made that promise to yourself to start for a reason. Don't mm-hmm. give up a month in, you know, a week in. It it takes time, but that's when the time is going to show you the value the more you put into it. Definitely. And uh, I, that's interesting that you, you create all your stuff on one day and then you post it later because mm-hmm. I I create it in the live moments. time yeah. yeah live time right but there, there's so many times I'm like I should just get into a flow for like an hour or two create a bunch of stuff and then it's ready mm-hmm. so it, it just goes to show like whether you there's a lot of different ways you can go about it whether it's you create it all at once you do it live time right. you just got to get started um, and figure out what, what works for you right. when it comes to that plan. Exactly. Like. Yeah. No, I would say figuring out what's best for you, for me. I feel like I have a lot of other things going on throughout the week. So it was, all right, if it's one or two days a month creating all the content um, and going from there, or it's doing it in live time, whichever works best for you, just start, stick with a plan, get it on your calendar. If you're not a planner, put it in your brain to remember to do it uh, and just move ahead with it is really what I would say. And consistency is always key. Absolutely. Consistency is key. Um, And consistency, I think, is tougher than 
I mean, motivation. Yeah. People can get spurts of motivation. Right. But, uh, consistency. That's that's more discipline that mm-hmm. that's involved. Um, and I think honestly, discipline's tougher than getting motivated and doing some great stuff for a couple hours a week. I mean, think of the gym. Yeah. I mean, you, well, we'll get into fitness, but you can't just be going going really hard right. once a week. Like, oh, I did a two-hour workout for one hour yeah. this week. I'm set. Right. I mean, it's it's really that consistency um, in everything. So mm-hmm. going off the fitness, uh, you mentioned you have a lot of things that you're juggling on your plate. Um, you know, Sierra Summit, um, doing well in your career. But you also just started... Um, fitness coaching yeah you want to share a little bit about that yeah so on the side I am as well recently became a group fitness instructor at Lifetime Fitness which has been so much fun for those who know me fitness has honestly always been something I've been very passionate about it's when people say what fills your cup I know it sounds crazy but it is honestly working out I love working out it is something that makes me excited it gives me energy and after all of the health issues that I went through, knowing that, and you can relate to this too, knowing that my health was put in such jeopardy, it made me appreciate that much more the body that I have to be able to move and be able to work out and be Mm -hmm. able to do all those things. And that's when it started to dawn on me. I need to help other people to reach their goals because God gave me this second chance at life. You know, I'm doing things with Sierra Summit. That That's kind of touching on your emotional mindset, mental health. But I also want to help other people from a physical standpoint because that ultimately affects your brain, mm-hmm. your physical health, working out. I mean, even just walking for 30 minutes a day is so, so healthy for your body and your brain. And that's where I wanted to start helping others to reach their goals and I've been doing that now for about, I actually have been working on it since beginning of the year and I've been teaching now for about a month all on my own and it's been so fun. Thank you. Yeah. It's been an amazing time. I, one, the group of people at Lifetime are very similar, like-minded, very motivational, uh, inspirational individuals, but it's also just you're impacting other people. I'll give you a quick short story. The other day I had a lady come up to me after class and just tell me how much she appreciated what I was doing. She said, I know that you have a full-time job and you're doing this on the side. And I think that's so awesome, but I just have to thank you because what you guys do up here is my one positive interaction every day. And I just have to thank you for that. And it honestly gave me chills when I heard her say it was like after my second class, I'm all sweaty and I'm like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. You know, emotions are high. And it was just such a impactful thing for her to share. And it really showed me this is my why. This is why I'm taking that extra time. This is why I'm putting in the extra work weekly to do this, not just, you know, to go get a workout in, but it's because I want to help other people reach their goals. So mm-hmm. it's been a really, really fun time. I love it. It's a an awesome time. So for those who want to Come work out ever if you're a lifetime Quick member. Club, come take yeah. yeah, come take my class. It's called Tread right now, um, but I am going to be moving into some other classes long term. But right now I'm teaching Shred. So that's awesome. Yeah, and I like what you brought up. You know, we always hear about the the physical um, rewards of working out. You mm-hmm. know, you'll you'll probably look better if you work out more. But you, you right. mentioned it's good for your brain, right? And like you feel better. Mm-hmm. I mean. 
there's been times where I didn't really want to work out in the moment, but then I did work out and I just got such a boost of energy. You right. always get serotonin, like just a serotonin All your boost. endorphins are up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and going off that, like with your health situation and then my health situation, I couldn't work out for a month. Mm-hmm. So uh, growing up, always being around sports as a kid. Right. Then you go out to college, you know, it's still a part of you, but like other things take priority. And then you have something like that where someone tells you you can't work out. Mm-hmm. Well, now that's all I want to do. Right. It's uh, like, so, I can't watch me. Yeah. I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, just going off that, like, uh, I think it is, it can be easy, you know, for a lot of people our age, you get into the full-time job mm-hmm. and they're just kind of focused on the job and, maybe aren't making health a priority. Right. Um, but we are really so blessed to be able to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, when I had that situation where I couldn't work out for a month, it made me realize there's a lot of people out there that they don't get to work out really ever or exactly. move their body the way that we get to. Mm-hmm. And it sucked for that month, but after that month I get to work out and now that's why I make it such a priority because right. when someone tells you you can't do something, you realize just how important it is for you. Um, yeah. And especially when we're young. I mean, right. you're never going to feel better than you are right now. No. Like, if you want to start down the road, yeah. the best time to start was yesterday. Right. Exactly. No, I love that. And it's so true because you need to start now to create that habit. And it's not even just a muscle habit. It's getting the habit in your brain because then it gets to be something that's programmed into your mind every day to say, oh, I need to get that workout in because Mm -hmm. it's going to make you feel better. It's not just for looks purposes because we're all going to grow old. We're all going to lose our muscle and looking young. It's a matter of how you feel is really what it comes down to. So yeah, I would say definitely start. I think for me, what it's really been is getting that on the schedule, schedule is everything planning, but also for you, you know, if you're someone who's saying, all right, I've kind of stopped working out. It hasn't been such a priority. Work's been taking over and you're thinking, I really want to get back into it, but where do I start? I would say, figure out what works best for you. Kind of like what we were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. whether it's classes work better for you, a program, or you're doing just freestyle, you're going in doing weights, going on doing some running, some cardio, uh, figure out what works for you and go from there, but also be flexible with it because our schedules do get busy and being able to have balance is very important. I think we can get really hard on ourselves if we say, all right, I'm going to work out six out of seven days a week. Yep. And you only worked out four days that week because it was a crazy week. And yeah, it's easy only to say, four times. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I only worked out four times. No, you got to work out four <laughs> times that week. Right. And not getting mad at ourselves for that. Um, just remembering that we're trying the best we can. We're trying to fit everything into our crazy, busy schedules. And the fact that you're even trying to think about it mm-hmm. is a win in itself. So just find that balance. Don't beat yourself up. If you aren't doing it every single day, that's okay. Um, but just doing something active every single day, even if it's five minutes of stretching, doing, going on a walk, doing a online quick 15 minute class at home before you head off for work, whatever it is, just start somewhere. Definitely. And for me, um, so this, this year played a lot of basketball, um, did a half marathon, did a lot of skiing, golfing, but I haven't lifted as much this, this year, but it's always been something that's been important to me Mm -hmm. um i think on my body space app i just got my 500th workout in so it's 
I've been lifting for a, a long time and I got into such a mode of, all right, this is what my workout is. I need at least an hour. And I was kind of running into that. I'm like, I want to get back into lifting, but then I'd be like, oh, I don't have an hour. Right. I have 30 minutes, but it's not going to be a full hour. So is it even worth it? And I had to kind of like retrain myself. It's like, okay, in, uh, 30 minutes of lifting is better than nothing. Not, yeah. So, I mean, just that's another thing. I was just always stuck in my ways, kind of like I need this full hour for me to lift. But no, you don't need that full hour. You mm-hmm. just need to do something. Exactly. You just need 30 minutes is better than no minutes. Right. Exactly. So that's something I'm trying to. That's awesome. To myself. But yeah. yeah I mean, it's a prog- it's progress. It takes time. It's it's just something you once you figure out what works best for you, like you said, you just have to stick to doing something, whether it's basketball or going for a walk, whatever yeah. makes you feel good every day. That's really what you need to do. And then coming into winter here, obviously, it, it's hard to go outside for a walk. So trying to figure out what's another way, whether it's mm-hmm. just going on the treadmill for a walk or doing some movement at home, whatever it is, just trying to find something to move your body. Because like I said, it does ultimately impact your brain greatly. Definitely. And I think, too, um, for a lot of you people that might be struggling to start on your own, mm-hmm. pick a friend that, yeah. like, I mean, I, I, I have an Apple Watch. Whenever I compete with someone on my Apple Watch, I can guarantee that week I'm going to have a great workout. Yeah. Because like, you have that competition yeah. <laughs> and that competitive spirit comes out. Right. Um, but that's another thing, too. Like, um, find someone to go with. Mm-hmm. Pick an instructor. Uh, there's people out there that are going to do what you want to do um, and just makes it that much easier, I think, if you have someone else to keep you accountable or someone else to just make it fun. Mm-hmm. Right. No, exactly. I love that idea. Yeah. I think having a friend to go with one makes it a little less scary if you've never been into a gym before and you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? (laughs) Having that friend by your side is is definitely going to help the nerves a little bit, but also just to have that reminder of, hey, time to go work out today. Or did you get your workout in today? It's a good Mm -hmm. little push reminder to keep you on track. 100%. 100%. Well, we've had a great conversation so far, uh, Sierra. Now we're going to roll into the wrap-up or the rapid-fire questions at the end. Yes. So first question, what are you listening to or what are you reading right now? Yeah, so I actually really love podcasts. That's been something that I found helps me a lot rather than I, I read books. I'm always reading a book, but... I find myself listening to more podcasts mm-hmm. than I am reading multiple books at a time. I'm usually listening to a lot of different podcasts just because it's easy. I'm on a walk. I listen to a podcast. I'm working yep. out. I listen to a podcast. Um, and right now, I really love myself some Jenna Kutcher, Mel Robbins, Ed Milet, and Janine Amapola. Those are some of my top favorites right now. They are people who I really look up to and inspire. I aspire to be like. Uh, they are inspirations to me, and they keep me on track for sure in a lot of the areas of my life. And then right now I actually am about to start the book, The Power of Now, which I saw you read that book. Yep. So we'll have to exchange ideas on that, but I'm about to start that book right now. So I'm excited for that. I try to mix in some fun books as well as motivational books, just mm-hmm. because it's fun to just quick read for pleasure, but it's also fun and very important to read, to learn. So Definitely. I try to mix it up throughout the year. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like with you in that, like, Love listening to podcasts, love mm-hmm. listening to audiobooks, but there's like sometimes I'll be listening to multiple audiobooks at once. Right. Um, just because 
you know what? I might be feeling Tony Robbins' yeah. book today more than the the Steve Jobs book I'm reading. So right. I, I don't think it's a bad thing, like you said, to to be doing listening to multiple things at once. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, big Ed Milet fan myself, and yes. power now. Got it from the Aaron Rodgers book club. I think you'll really, really like it. Yeah, I'm read. excited. No, I've heard it. I've heard great things about it. So it'll be a good read for sure. I'll have to let you know how I think of it. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, act to the future. It's grow from the past, live in the present, act to the future. And I mean, the power of now has really helped me live in the present. So for, for all those people out there that want to grow in that area, I would definitely mm-hmm. suggest that book as well. Yes. So sounds like those people that you mentioned on the podcast are people that inspire you. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone else that uh, inspires you? Yes, actually. Uh, honestly, the first person that comes to mind when you ask me this question is my grandpa. Uh, he's no longer, unfortunately, with us anymore. But uh, his name is Ted Capra. And he was honestly the most inspirational person to me throughout my life and always will be. He, throughout his years endured so many health challenges. He had a heart pump keeping his heart running when he died. And the fight in him to keep going despite everything he went through. He was a very successful businessman. He was a enormous provider for our family. And he went through so many health challenges. But despite it, his fight and strength to want to stay alive and keep fighting for life is something I've honestly never seen before. I mean, he, every statistic that he was, you know, he, he was already supposed to die at XYZ age and the heart pump wasn't going to keep working. He literally pushed forward in ways that I've <laughs> never seen someone want to live so bad. And I aspire to be like that, honestly. He had such a fight and will to want to live. And it's something that I think. I personally, and we all can look at and say, I want to be like that. And at his funeral, I remember hearing the amount of stories of the just impact he made on other people's lives. And at the end of the day, I think we all want to feel that we made an impact in our lives. And I want to be able to have a funeral someday where I have the amount of impact that my grandpa Ted Capra did on that many people, because it really was inspirational. That is awesome. It sounds like he really left a legacy and, um, you know, he's left an impact on you. And mm-hmm. I mean, just hearing from your own health story, I'm sure that's what really helped you beat yeah. those statistics and those odds in, in that moment for you yourself. So, right. For sure. Super awesome. Yeah. And for me, I mean, that's, uh, we're doing like this, you know, don't like talking about death, but like when it comes to like the impact you leave, mm-hmm. I was like, one of the things I, I want to have like a big funeral, I want people to want to show up and talk like just reminisce on your life because you know there's life you know we both believe that there's life after yeah but like while we're here on earth i think that's a good sign of hey you actually made an impact for sure um and it's cool that your grandpa did that yeah no exactly um on the topic of goals mm-hmm. what are some of your goals for this year that you've accomplished and well yeah what are some goals that that you've accomplished this year and then we'll, we'll move on to what are some other goals that you're looking to accomplish mm-hmm. um, in the next year or so. Yeah. So throughout this last year, and I do this every year. So at the end of every year, I look at all of my goals and what I accomplished. 
And I then start planning, okay, what did I not do or what did I not get to or what do I want to add in? And I look forward then to the next year. And I actually split my goals out into sections. So it's it's not like I just throw a bunch of goals on there. I actually split it out into sections based on faith, health and wellness, career, finances, and relationships. And then I build out from there. So it's pick one, for example, faith. I'll look at the faith area of my life and say, okay, what goals do I have? And then I add in goals under each area. And one thing I think I've really admired, so my dad actually gave me this quote, and he said, if your goals don't scare you, they aren't big enough. And I have that quote (laughs) at the top of my goals list that's printed around my house. Mm -hmm. And I have that on the very top because it reminds me, if your goals are only comfortable, it's not going to push you into the next level that God called you to be in in this life, right? Mm -hmm. And so I try to always think about when I'm putting my goals down, I'll write something out. And if the little voice inside my head says, no, that's not going to happen. I ask myself, okay, but why not? Why can't it happen? Right? Mm -hmm. Because it's easy to doubt yourself and say, oh, that's not going to happen. For me, it was like, I think at the beginning of this year, I only had like 300 followers. And one of my goals was to reach a thousand followers on Sierra Summit. And I reached that goal this year, which is awesome. But I remember thinking, oh, I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, like creating this page, it wasn't too have a ton of followers. It's, I just wanted to impact one person. I don't care if it's a thousand followers, if it's 10 followers, I just Mm -hmm. wanted to impact people. But I remember thinking, no, I'm going to put this down on my goals because I know I can achieve it. And and between doing ads and promotions and everything else, I was able to reach that goal. Um, So I think, yeah, just always remember that your goal should be a little scary because it Mm -hmm. means you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. I mean, let's be honest though. We want them to be realistic and attainable. Uh, but they should kind of scare you a little bit and be like, wait, can I do this? And that's when your internal voice has to say, yes, no, I absolutely can. So um, a couple of my other goals that I actually have already reached is I, I said the reach a thousand followers on Sierra Summit. Um, I also wanted to become a fitness instructor, which I just officially did. I'd been working Let's on go. working awesome. on that all year. And I finally got all of my uh, certifications and things done with. And so I'm here now reaching that goal. And then another goal from a faith standpoint was just at least to speak or pray with God daily, uh, get involved within the church community. I think we can get so wrapped up in the routine that we have with God every day. You know, it's okay. I, I speak with him every morning. I do this. I read this book. I, I read the Bible. I use this daily devotional book. And we think, well, if we didn't do that every single day, then we didn't you know, we didn't speak with God enough, but all God wants is us to speak with him throughout our day. Even mm-hmm. if it's not, even if that day you can't sit with him for a half hour or an hour, that's okay. He, he just wants you to speak with him daily. So yeah. for me, it's been just making sure I am taking that time every day, regardless of, you know, if I'm on a work event or a work trip, just taking that time. So those are some goals that I had this year that I feel I'm definitely reaching. Um, there's there's quite a few more that I won't get into as, like I said, I have those broken out into sections, but those are some that I feel I've definitely hit this year. Definitely. And, um, you know, when you have those certain goals in the different buckets, mm-hmm. I mean, if we sat here and you listed all your goals in all those buckets, we'd probably be here for a while. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate you sharing a couple of goals and yeah. congratulations on hitting a lot of those. I mean, yeah. that's like you said, um, like, why not? Like, mm-hmm. I always think back, like, like when you had 300, you want to go from 300 to a thousand, like, uh, like, why not me? Like, yeah. why, why can't I do that? Right. Um, and I think that's where really that, that faith, um, 
and confidence in God comes in play. Mm-hmm. For sure. you know, if, if he truly put that on your heart to start, mm-hmm. he's going to want to see you grow it. Yeah. Um, because that means you can make a bigger impact and in effect be living out that purpose. For sure. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing those goals. Yeah. Uh, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Yeah. So I know we talked about this a little bit actually before the podcast, um, but I definitely see myself being a leader within the motivational health and wellness space. I want to have my own company someday that ties into all of those aspects. And I am constantly praying to God on, you know, where does he want me to go next with all of that from a career standpoint? Because ultimately, I think if you can have your passions intermix with your career, you are truly living a fulfilled life. Um, Outside of just goals of having a family someday and, you know, being a mom and having that aspect of where I see myself in 10 years, I definitely see myself, like I said, being a leader within that space. That is my ultimate goal. Definitely. And uh, you mentioned both your parents were entrepreneurs. So it's uh, going back to the conversation we had prior to this, you know, starting that that business. I think that's really cool that you want to yeah. you want to lead in those those footsteps. Um, but yeah, it's kind of scary to think what could 10 years look like from now. Right. And who knows if we're even gifted another 10 years, you, you almost sometimes have to, you, it's good to look 10 years out, but you also have to say, okay, what about where I'm at next week? Because sometimes it can Mm -hmm. even be overwhelming to say 10 years. Oh my gosh, my life could change so much, but it is really important to have those goals to say, I see myself getting here, but then also having the goals of like, you even do the quarterly goals of okay, where do I see myself in three months? Because Mm -hmm. otherwise it gets to be almost such huge steps. It's like that, if you've ever seen the image of, it's easier to take the smaller steps than big steps because the other person who was taking the huge steps wasn't as far along as the person taking the smaller steps. Um, And so just taking those little steps and looking a month from now, but also looking at how is that month from now going to get you to your 10-year goal is important. Definitely, definitely. And yeah, I always like to say having that view of the 10-year goal allows you to kind of zoom in, what can yeah. I do this year, Right. Um, which you've had an excellent year. And it, by having that view of what you want in 10 years, you have an idea of what can I do this year, this exactly. month, this week. Um, and it sounds like a lot of the goals that you've accomplished this year is leading you towards the future you want in the future, which that's what Acts of the Future is all about. Yes, exactly. I love it. Well... We've had an awesome discussion. We're going to wrap up here, everyone. Just have one last question. Mm -hmm. So, Sierra, you've said a lot of great things today um, on faith, fitness, uh, just inspiration, motivation in general, starting something. Um, So you've, you've already dropped a lot of wisdom nuggets for us, a lot of value bombs. But uh, is there for our listeners today Mm -hmm. could learn one thing from you, what would that one thing be? Or what's the one last thing you'd like to leave all of us with? Yeah. So I would honestly say, you know, with all the health things I went through and shared of just seeing how short life is, my advice is to take control of your life now. Don't just let your days drift by and say, oh, I'll get to it later because you're not promised another day, another week or even another year. So if there is something that you feel called to do by God, or you have this urge inside of you that you want to start something that you're passionate about, take control now, because we are not promised another day. Life is so incredibly short, and you want to be able to live a life that one, makes you happy, um, and that two, fulfills the purpose that God put you on this earth for. So I think 
just remember to not worry about what the rest of the world thinks because you're serving a God, not what other people think. Mm -hmm. Um, And just live your life because it's short. It's going to go by quick. It's already going quick. We're already in our late mid twenties. Life is flying by. So take control of your life right now, because I promise you it's going to go by quick and you might be at a point in your life where you say, wow, I, my life was compromised and you're going to realize just how crucial it is to do that. Definitely. And I mean, that's one of the reasons I want to start Acts of the Futures because I have seen a lot of people out there that had these goals or dreams that they wanted to accomplish when they're younger. And then mm-hmm. fast forward 30, 40, 50s, they're, they're not totally thrilled because they didn't, like you said, they didn't take advantage. They always pushed it off. And I'm, I'm a huge procrastinator myself, but like if you keep pushing it off and you don't make uh, action on it now, who knows if you ever will or exactly. if you'll ever get an opportunity to do that. Exactly. Um, so the time is now and the best time to start was yesterday. So thanks yes. for sharing that with everyone. Yes, of course. And it was so much fun being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I was so honored when you reached out and I hope everything I shared today, both what we talked about and what I shared uh, can help inspire at least one person today. Definitely. I think you definitely did that, Sierra. Well, thank you uh, for, for coming on as well. Um, last plugs, follow Sierra's Summit on Instagram. Uh, any other plugs you want me to make? Or I'll let you make the last plug. Yeah, no, I think I definitely follow Sierra Summit. It's at sierras.summit on Instagram. And as well, if you're in the Lifetime community, come check out one of my classes. Uh, always happy to help you reach your goals there. But I think just keep on moving ahead. Remember that it's all about just taking that first step and uh, you'll never regret it. That's for sure. Amen. Well, there you have it, Acting Future Family. Check out Sierra Summit and that's a wrap.